0: Hello there, dear listener, and welcome to this episode of the KISS Automation Show. In this episode, I was speaking to a gentleman called Brandon Hilkert about a tool he has developed uh, called Funnel Optimizer. And the reason I wanted to chat to Brandon about this is because I haven't seen anybody offer this service before or offer a product that can help you do it. And it's such, I like I just thought it was such a great idea and why hadn't people thought about doing it uh, themselves? and I guess one reason is because they don't know how to, which I would fall into that camp. Um I now know, and um I wanted to share with everyone how they could they could use this tool. So basically what it is is so you have uh, you're you're on your website and somebody comes to your website and they see your newsletter sign up, so they sign up, they subscribe to your newsletter. So when they come back to their website, generally what happens is they'll still see the exact same newsletter sign-up form because that's what that's what we do, isn't it? It's, we have the same web form on our website and everybody sees it. So what Brandon has created is a, a tool in which what will happen is somebody visits your website, they see the newsletter sign-up and they subscribe to the newsletter. So when they come back to the website, so maybe they've clicked on a link in the newsletter they received, they come back to the website. And if you've installed Brandon's tool, what they'll see is perhaps an email course sign up. So you can change the the offering that people see based on where they are in your funnel. So what you can do um, is have a newsletter sign up, and then once they're on a newsletter, if they come back to your website, they'll see a different message. So whether it's for another email course, or a different email course, or perhaps they see a box uh, selling a product. So, for example, if somebody has bought one particular product, once you've got this tool set up, they could come back to your website and they could see an offer for a different product or a different email course. Now, I apologise if I'm not explaining it clearly. So, hopefully, you'll get that idea. You'll get the idea when listen to Brandon speak about it um, and I'll put a link in the blog post on the KISS Automation blog that goes with this episode. Uh, but I just think this is such a fabulous idea and easy to implement. I realize um, not everybody is a coder and does perhaps you don't know how to make things like this work on your website. Well, that's fine because now we have a tool that um, will make it happen. If you'd like to learn more about the Funnel Optimizer, I'll put the link to Brandon's website in the blog post, or you can hit me up at kissautomation.com and I'll put you in contact and we'll get you set up.
1: It's a pretty simple JavaScript plugin, so for those that are non technical, um, there's a pretty easy way to get it on wordpress or any other kind of the cms type sites Um, it it sits on your site and and basically tags the people that come to your site and take an action so things like sign up for a mailing list you can even potentially do something like when they click a button you know tag them with a certain step in a Uh, sequence and then show them a particular uh, part of the page you know so if you have a a part of the page that had your mailing list you know and then people click that button and sign up for the list the next time they visit it would know that it had already happened and then it would um, it would then show them the next thing that you want to show them. It could be maybe a, an email course or a coupon for a product you have or maybe just a social following type thing. So it just takes people, it follows them through the steps of things that you want them to uh, to act on within your site and then shows them the, the kind of the next step in that funnel.
0: And what happens um, I guess on the back end, so on the if you've put it on your website how do how do you deal with the um i guess setting up of the different opt-in forms um, is that something you you've um, if you've installed the the JavaScript plugin that it gives you some um, ideas of what to do so you need two different forms on a certain place on a page that kind of thing
1: because it's a a locally installed plugin um, you have to you have to put the things on the page that you want to show at any point in the time, so, for instance, if you had three steps, you'd put all three on the page, and then it would do the work to say, "I know this person needs to just see step one, so I'll hide step two and three, yep, and then the next time they come, it'll say, "Oh, they've already engaged with step one, so I'll hide step one and then show step two, you know so cool. um, as long as you know what if there are three forms, you know you would just put them all on the same page and, and yeah, it would just display the one thing. that was
0: um like relevant to the the person coming.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh,
0: cool. So if because it's JavaScript and it's not like cookies or retargeting, can is there any way that the person coming to the site can mess it up <laughs> like from their end?
1: Um, it actually is uh, cookies oh, oh, it is. behind okay. the JavaScript. Yep. Yeah. So it does say, you know, hey, um, I'm going to remember where uh, it gives kind of like an ID of the tag. So you might call it like step one or something. So yep. it, in the cookie, it remembers that, you know, you're, you've seen step or interacted with step one and let me go see the next one, so, um, yeah, in the background, if, if they were to clear their cache and cookies, you know, it would sort of reset that experience, um, the other thing it's sort of not ideal for is, you know, cross-device, uh, interaction, right, so if you visit uh, on yeah. your phone okay. and you do something, you know, and then you go to your browser, obviously the cookies wouldn't be the same, unless maybe you, uh, I guess we're set up maybe on mobile Chrome or something like that, you know, um, where it actually synced across and you are authenticated into the browser, but... It's probably not typical for most people.
0: No, I was just thinking, I, I wouldn't. I, I would. I would bet money that, for example, my parents have never cleared their cookies or their cache or their browser. right.
1: You know, and the thing is, I think when people do that, it breaks like everything you've done. You know, you yeah. can't log in anywhere, right? And so you, it's kind of like a nowadays. I, I guess it's sort of expected. And um, I don't know. It seems like there's should be a more reliable way to uh, kind of remember that experience but that's what it is now so
0: yeah that's interesting actually that we haven't come up with a a different way of of doing that but i guess sometime in the future maybe google are coming out with something yeah Yeah. so it works on um all so you said all cms platforms so um
1: wordpress yeah as long as you could find a way to put javascript on the page you know and so um there are some easier ways to do it depending on which one you're on you know for instance um when I had the the SaaS service set up um, you know, I had made a, a WordPress plugin that just lets you do like a little short code so you could just say funnel optimizer and then add some properties to it and then it would it would drop in the right pieces of um, you know the right snippet on there basically so you didn't have to actually do anything technical really I mean, it was a pretty copy and paste type thing um, and that same type of approach could could be taken on WordPress and I'm not as familiar with you know all the CMS options no. out there so I assume that they have something similar that would be Set
0: yeah, I would have thought so too I think it's a, such a great idea So we'll just walk through this, um, these images that you have on your page at the moment So people get it, maybe get a clearer idea So the point is, so someone visits the website And they see the, so for example a newsletter sign up And they subscribe, generally what happens when they come back They'll see the same newsletter subscription form pop up again So, using your plugin, you can get them to see something else. So, for example, an email course if they're on the newsletter or I think it would be so great for like e-commerce sites, you know how they, it seems to be the the way to get people on their list is to offer like 5% discount or 10% off your first purchase order. Yeah. Then once they're on that list or even if they get moved to an actual buyer's list, there's got to be something that they could show that I guess is... Otherwise, people might keep signing up to get that discount, opening a new um, a new um, account on your website, and just keep using the same coupon code over and over. Whether people do right. that, I'm not sure, but it just seems. Well, I think you know,
1: and whether it's e-commerce, you know, I'm, I'm not as familiar with e-commerce. I mean, I have some info products on my site, and you know, in, in whatever. Niche it is. It's it's like people use really valuable real estate of the website to, you know, promote things. Whatever that thing is, maybe a coupon, maybe it's just join you know subscription form, maybe it's um, you know follow us here on on social media. But when you've already done those things, it's like, you know, why wouldn't you show something else? You know, like using up this huge block of space. You know, so for for me, um, I have a newsletter, and that's kind of the that's the step one in my phone you know that was the most important part for that I wanted um, visitors to take when they came to see my post so I, I write regularly on my blog about technical subjects and you know I get a lot of repeat visitors so for me it was when people would come see a blog post they would say oh this is interesting at the bottom of the post it says hey do you like this post you know I send them out um, twice a month or so you know just sign up here and, and you'll get the next one in your inbox and so you know when they come back and it's like, why would I tell them to sign up again? They're already on the list, you know. And it, it seems yeah. so obvious. And so it, it I have I have a free email course, you know, that'll help them um, do some other stuff within within the Ruby ecosystem. And then I have a I wrote a book, so it's it's and you know the the other part of it is when they join the list, you know, I may or may not do a great job of advertising those things, you know. So while there are links on my site for the book and the course, um, I don't want to make people go digging, you know. I want them to come back and be interested in a new post and then say, Oh, Hey, now I, there's an email course being, you know, why don't you sign up for this? You can check it out. You know, it's five days for free and, and all this stuff. So then they finish that. Um, they come back and the next time they visit a post, they'll see a a coupon for the book. Um, if they've already done the email course. So that's kind of like the three step thing, uh, sequence on my site. And, um, you know, it's worked pretty well. I, I, and if it, I would say I guess it, it can't hurt, right? You know like if Oh gosh no. I, like but yeah. the worst thing that's happening is if you don't use anything and you just show them the same form over and over again and you know you waste that space on your page.
0: Well, I guess that that's another point. I will will um any like so if you've, if you've got Google Analytics on your website, will that show up as conversions to the three different the, if you've got three different um, steps in the funnel, will that Anything like that show up in analytics? So you that, could definitely
1: make it show up. I mean, yeah. um, you know, because you can record Google Analytics events, you know, on a button click or whatever. I mean, for uh, instance, yeah. my, my um, third step is is not a sign up. It's you know, like you sign up for the mailing list is the first one. You sign up for the email course is the second one. But the third one is just like, hey, here's a coupon code, and it's a button that links you to the the book page with some stuff set up that enters the coupon. So the button is actually, you know, just a link, which, you know, you can tag in Google Analytics with all the UTM campaign codes and all that stuff. So you can easily track that. And that's, you know, they don't have to necessarily be forms, but, um, you know, naturally you could, you could um, put metrics around, you know, just showing that part of the plugin, like, hey, they saw this and then, hey, they interacted with it. So you could get some kind of conversion on it.
0: Cool. Yeah, that, well, I mean, yeah, if you're tracking it as well. It seems silly not to at least attempt something like this. I know it's easy to say, and people have other things to do with their time. But um, getting people onto your your uh, email list is is um, such a big deal, especially with how how I work. So. Yeah, agreed.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a great source of you know information and people getting updates, and you know they're generally super interested in your stuff if they're taking that step. So. Um, it makes sense to give them you know even more value the next time. It's like you know they sign up and it's kind of like the end of experience in a lot of sites. And it's like what now? why would I ever come back you know
0: Yeah um, I am um, I sign up for a lot of websites newsletters just to see what happens. Um, yes,
1: it's really interesting
0: it is um, I signed up for a travel website back in January and actually just yesterday I received a newsletter and this is a, a global travel corporation and I was like wow okay <laughs> you know the, these people are spending millions of dollars they have actual physical locations but not yeah. sending email but anyway I guess I don't know their business they do and
1: so. then the places that send you one every six months right and you're like who yeah. are these people
0: yeah I get a lot of those um I guess the last thing which we didn't talk about is that it's a uh, mail provider agnostic so it works with any or well, basically any email service provider that people want to use
1: that's right, yeah. I mean, it, I tried to make it that way, you know, because so many people had asked me, um, you know, would it work for MailChimp, would it work for AWeber? And um, at the time I was using MailChimp, but, um, you know, it didn't seem right to sort of lock people in because there's so many of them out there and everybody uses, or it seems to get, I guess, locked into one for whatever reason, you know, because they're using features of that one. So um, for me, I wanted to make it, you know, as long as it took HTML and most, you know, mail providers give you an HTML form for your uh, you know, for your subscription form, so yeah. you can really just copy and paste it. And so you know, I used the basic Mailchimp form, you know, copy and pasted the form there, and then uh, put it as you know that step one, for instance, you know, for my newsletter, and, uh, and it worked perfectly. And you know, it could be a form from a Webber, uh, form from Drip, you know, whatever whatever tool people use
0: yeah excellent well i'll i'll put a link up so people can go and if they, they're interested they can buy but if um they want to have a look at how like in action they can go to your to your site so is that that's com? that's
1: right yeah yep um, at the you'll see it at the end of each blog post so if you go to my site you know there's it's generally like a list of blog posts if you click into one of the blog posts at the end of each post it says you know hey uh you do want more, you know? Sign up to get whatever twice a month, and so that little that rectangle there at the bottom of each post will change based on people's actions there. So that's the portion that's that's getting served by the plugin.
0: Excellent. See now why I was so excited to speak to Brandon and learn more about this plugin. I think it's such a great idea, and I will definitely be implementing it on the Kiss Automation website. So if you want to know more about this plugin, I'll pop the link in the blog post um, or you can get in contact with me and I'll pass you on to Brandon or if you'd like to know more about how it can work for you, get in contact and we'll do our best to help you out.